We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me in Columbus, Ohio, our uh, home. But also, I have the privilege of welcoming those listeners in Tampa, Florida, on Faith Talk. Yes, thank you. Thank you for joining me. I have the privilege of uh, once again cybercasting uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and in Tampa, Florida. So we welcome our listeners on AM 880, The Word, and 104.5 FM in Columbus, and also our listeners in Tampa on Faith Talk 570, 910, and 760 AM. So wherever you are listening, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me. Here's my telephone number. It works anywhere in the continental United States. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. What a tragedy down in Texas. Here's the headline. Stacks of bodies. Now, this headline says 46 dead migrants found in truck in Texas. Uh, The death number has risen now to at least 50 and uh, possibly more. Uh, Semi-truck smuggling migrants illegally across our southern border, abandoned in the heat, No air conditioning. There was no water discovered in the truck at all. Uh, Temperature was about 103 degrees outside. You can only imagine 
what the uh, temperature was inside this truck. A San Antonio Fire Department official said they found stacks of bodies. No signs of water in the truck. It was found next to railroad tracks in a remote area on the city's southern outskirts. Somehow, the uh, truck made it across the border. How could that happen? I have enormous respect for our border patrol. But how does the semi-truck get across the border without being inspected, without the doors being opened? There were dozens of people inside and no other cargo, just human cargo. Uh, But anyway, at this moment, at least 50 are dead. There are others who are in the hospital from severe heat exhaustion and uh, so forth. Uh, A lot of... (laughs) Pardon me, I didn't get the cough button in time, and I apologize. Um, A lot of takeaways from this. The uh, story that I have in my hand is a Reuters story, which is not particularly conservative and certainly not... Republican leaning. And yet, on the second page of this story, it says the issue has proven difficult for U.S. President Joe Biden, a Democrat who came into office pledging to reverse some of the hardline immigration policies of his Republican predecessor, Donald Trump. So, even Reuters is saying that the policies of the Biden administration certainly contributed to this horrible human tragedy. And then here's, I think, the most important takeaway. America haters are everywhere today. They're in our own Congress. We have numerous people elected to serve in the House of Representatives and in the Senate who literally hate America. Now, years ago, I used to say, ah, no, but nah, none of those people really hate America. No, they do. They honestly hate America. And, uh, you know, once again, with the uh, Supreme Court decision of overturning Roe versus Wade, a whole bunch of Hollywood personalities are saying, I'm going to move out of the country. I'm going to go to another country. I'm going to revoke my American citizenship. I don't want to be identified with this terrible, horrible country. And yet 50 people, at least 50 people, died just trying to get into this country And in just the past few months, over one million people have risked their lives coming through the desert, coming across our southern border, violating our laws at the encouragement of the current presidential administration, may I say. But they are still risking their lives. This caravan that is coming through Mexico as we speak, 10 to 15,000 people walking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles day after day after day after day, walking to try to get into America. 
if we are really that bad a country, then why are these people still trying to make their way into America? It defies reason. It defies logic. It really, really does. And yet we we hear, we hear the rhetoric continually. Terrible country, racist country, bigoted country. Uh, I, I wish, I wish that all of us could spend a little bit of time with the people that are coming across our southern border. Now, by the way, I I am really torn because I have very little sympathy for people who blatantly break laws, particularly the laws of another country. At the same time, when they are literally encouraged to break laws— which is what's happening right now, this presidential administration is encouraging the violation of American immigration and border laws. They are being encouraged to do that. So if they're being promised a better life, and if they really believe they can have a better life in America, and from where they're coming from, they will have a better life. So on one hand, I I have very little sympathy for lawbreakers. On the other hand, when they're being told, it's okay. It's all right. There won't be any punishment. Nothing will happen. Come on, come on, come on. And by the way, when you get here, vote for us, even if you have to do that illegally. But my goodness, the human tragedy of the people who have died in the desert. Now, we don't often see this number of people dying in one place, but it is quite common for people to die trying to get into America, dying in the desert, particularly this time of year. It is not that unusual. And as I say so often, the progressive left often demonstrates misplaced compassion and unintended consequences. And that's exactly what's happening here. Misplaced compassion, unintended consequences. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. We... We are honestly seeing more and more pure lawlessness from the left, from the progressive liberal left. Uh, 
Now, let me, let me give you a little foundation here. And to my regular listeners, please forgive the repetition, but it bears repeating. The major difference, or at least one of the major difference between liberals and conservatives, whether it's theologically or politically, is authority. That is one of the major differences. You cannot be a true conservative unless you believe in authority. If it's theologically, the ultimate authority is God's Word. You are not a conservative unless you believe that the Bible is the inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God. That's the definition of a theological, theological conservative. You believe in the absolute, final, inerrant, infallible authority of God's Word. Now, you cannot be a liberal theologically and hold to that position. You can't. Every liberal theologically questions the authority of the Bible. Oh, they believe parts of it. Yeah, it can be inspiring, but it's not necessarily inspired. We can't take at face value all of those stories, the flood. We can't really believe that that literally happened and that whole thing about Adam and Eve in the garden. It's a wonderful story. It's very inspiring to read, but it didn't really happen. Creation didn't happen in six days. The liberal questions the authority of Scripture. And the root of that, theologically, is the devil himself. Yeah, and that's why liberals don't want to believe in the literal nature of the first three books of Genesis, because it exposes them. Satan came to Eve and questioned the authority of God's Word. Yea, hath God said? Did he really mean that? Come on. Satan didn't say, God's a liar, don't believe him. Satan certainly didn't say, God doesn't exist, because Adam and Eve knew he existed. They walked and talked with him in the cool of the day, the Bible tells us. He just questioned God's authority. And that has been the hallmark of the satanic attack on the Word of God ever since. Now, for the politician, you cannot be a conservative unless you believe in the authority of the Constitution. That is the ultimate authority here in America, the Constitution of the United States. And you believe in the original intent of the Founding Fathers. That's what makes you a conservative. You cannot be a liberal and really believe in the authority of the Constitution. In order to be a liberal, you have to question the Constitution. Well, those were a bunch of white Europeans. There's no way that they could predict what would be happening in 2022. They had no clue. They had no idea. So we must reinterpret the Constitution for each successive generation. We need to make it 
appropriate for today, applicable for today. We need to change it. It's called the Living Constitution Doctrine. And liberal politicians hang their very existence on a denial of the ultimate authority of the Constitution. That's why this whole Roe versus Wade thing. The ultimate issue with Roe versus Wade is was it constitutional? Samuel Alito, in writing the majority opinion and overturning Roe versus Wade, writes an absolute masterpiece on why it was not constitutional. Have you heard even one liberal, politician, pundit, someone on TV, talking head, a protester, have you heard even one liberal deal with the constitutionality of Roe versus Wade? Oh, wait. Have you heard even one? Uh, no. Because they don't care. They don't deal with facts. They don't deal with truth. They deal with emotion and hysteria. That's why all of the arguments about the overturning of Roe versus Wade is hysteria. Everybody's going to die. Women are going to die. Blah, blah, you know, um, it's, it, it, it comes down to this thing of authority. And it's weird. I took a lot longer than I had intended because I was saying all of that to lay a foundation for a decision reached by a New York judge over voting laws in New York. And you know what? Uh, if you will just hang with me, we've got a break coming up here in just a couple of minutes. I'll get into that story out of New York. And it is so blatant in your face, this judge has ruled against a New York City law because it was blatantly unconstitutional, and it's hard to imagine it being any more blatant. But the liberal left who tried to pass the law, they don't care about authority. It's an interesting story. I've given you the background and the foundation. Hang tight with me after the break. We'll get into the story itself. 